Hey everybody, this is Ruben with 5-Minute Warning. When I decided that I wanted to make a podcast of my own, I found Anchor. Let me tell you, Anchor is free. Free. F-R-E-E. That's what I'm talking about. There are tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right on your phone or your computer. You know what? Anchor sends my podcast out to me to Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts, so I ain't got to do it. Also, you can make money. I repeat, you can make money from your podcast. It's everything you need to make in a podcast all in one spot. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey, look, that's what I did. Five-minute warning, almost 100 episodes in. Get Anchor. Okay, students, this is your five-minute warning. I repeat, five-minute warning. Silence. This is the five-minute warning with Ruben Brown, happening right now. How's everybody doing tonight? Welcome to another five-minute warning with Ruben and AG. What's happening, y'all? Glad to be back. I know everybody is very worried and very crazy right now. The world is an interesting spot. Um, You know, this coronavirus thing is taking over. And, I mean, it's, it's... Like, what do you do except not do what you normally do, even though you should do what you normally do, but they're telling you not to do what you normally do, but you're going to do what you normally do. Do what you normally do. I mean, that's what I think. Even And I normally don't leave my house on a Saturday when I don't work, because for what? I mean, I'm good here. Truth. Even though I'm really hungry, but (laughs) I mean, I went to Walmart last night, and Walmart wasn't too bad. I mean... If you were looking for bread and, and milk and toilet paper, which we'll talk about in a second, you won't get none of that. But I won't look for any of that. I think I got a pizza. I think I got um, some tater tots. Ooh, nice. I mean, yeah, I got I got stuff that I know nobody else was worried about. You know, but I'll probably get some toilet paper. Yeah, I mean, I yeah, got, I'm good not, for it. You're not going to get toilet paper, bro. I mean, I'll be good for another couple of days. It's only me here. Yeah, you better be because the toilet paper is gone. I mean, see, see, I was smart. I got months ago. I got two. I got four rolls of the thousand single ply. Nice. Because now, with that being said, it doesn't necessarily. But it takes you more to do the same job. Well, not really. You sure about that? I mean, I guess it does. But when it's all said and done, you know, I could get a thousand separate pieces of paper, (laughs) or I can get, you know, (laughs) five hundred double. And I'd probably use the same amount of toilet paper wiping my butt. So it's just, <laughs> I mean, and then I wash my hands anyway. So what's the point? Like, I ain't going to wash my butt with my hands. That's disgusting. But Really? I mean, a thousand pieces of paper will last longer than 500. That's just math. Well, the, the math that you're missing is a single ply. That's the math you're missing. But see, that's the whole thing. You know, a lot of people use, get a double, triple ply, because they're worried about things like, oh, I wanted to feel good on my butt. Well, there's Nothing. something to be said for feeling good there, on your now butt. Now, there is. Now, it shouldn't feel like, it shouldn't feel like, you know, you're scraping it with rocks or something, you know? <laughs> well, that single ply might. This, well, see, that's the whole thing, man. If you get the single ply family dollar brand, yeah, you might be wiping your butt with some granite. <laughs> I at least get the Walmart brand, which is a little bit better than that. And I think it's, I don't think I got that. I think I got... Um, Actually, to be honest with you, the Walmart brand anything is usually pretty good. Yeah, so it's not horrible. But then again, 
I'm not sitting here, you know, I'm just wiping it. I'm not like caressing it and stuff. So, <laughs> I mean, my thing is, I'm not trying to apologize to my butt. It's just, I just need to wipe it and keep it moving. So, that's what I do with it. That's very, you know, what people listen to this podcast right now or can't unhear that. I mean, you can't, but, but you think about it. How do you wipe your butt? When you, I mean, because, you know, there's some people who just like, Roll, roll, roll. Next thing you know, they got a fistful of toilet paper. <laughs> and you wonder why your toilet's clogged every other day. Well, because if you, I mean, let's go science. Okay. Let's just go science here. Okay. You got that double ply because it feels good. But if you're putting like six or seven pieces of double ply to wipe yourself with, well, that's six pieces. That's 12 or 14 pieces of regular ply. It'll take longer to break it down. I can't believe we're talking about this. What? Still, man. Numbers, just, baby. Numbers. Double ply feels better. It gets the job done. And you are you have less of a chance of your thumb poking out. And washing your hands after that happens is a chore. Don't want to do it. First, first of all. all oh, first of all. I don't be telling nobody when the thumb pokes are. We're talking about butt wiping, I mean, so why but, not? But, you know, it's one of those things where it doesn't happen that often. And nor you should never put yourself in a position for that to happen. Well, your hands up your butt, bro. It's hard not to sometimes, especially when you're using no your hands. Your hand is holding the toilet paper that's up your butt. I, you're not hearing me right now. No, but I that's am. Okay. I'm just not gonna. I mean, I'm not saying it doesn't happen, but you got just as much chance happening with single ply to you double ply. That's all I'm saying. You know what? Okay. Okay. I mean, you know, it's one of those things where. I guess, I mean, I think, it, I, I don't necessarily think about it, but it's just like. You better think about it. I That's mean, a I, thing. I make sure that my fingers are not in position to go through the, the Sometimes, man, sometimes. And then, you know what? If that sometimes happens. Have some degreaser. You just don't talk about it, wash your hands and move on. Nobody talking, needs to know. Hey, we're talking about it now. But if it happened to me, I'm not going to tell you about it. Well, I'm not going to tell you either, but if well, we that's being the point. Oh, my goodness. If we being real on the podcast and things like that happen, and double ply gives you half a chance less to afford to happen. I mean, you know what? You're <laughs> correct. <laughs> Numbers, baby. However. Numbers. Yes. It's all about technique, man. Aye, aye, aye. Look, there's a technique to it. There's technique for everything. And cleaning your behind, unfortunately, there is a technique for that. There so, is. There is. I mean, I'm not going to go over the podcast because everybody's got their own different technique. But we're already in it. But see, that's the whole thing, man. My technique may be different from yours. Obviously, it is. We don't really sit down and study wiping together. And, and you know, I have to draw a line somewhere. Right now, I ain't no line at all. Well, no, the line is I'm not going to talk about the technique about wiping somebody's <laughs> behind. Well, why not? Why? But why talk there, about me, any of this? Look, man, I can reach <laughs> over. I can look over the cliff. Yes. But I ain't trying to jump in it. Hey, man. I right. think this is far enough right now. Get yourself some Red Bull and get some wings and jump over. You know, they say that until you fall into a chasm because you got no wings. That's a lie. It's not a lie. I mean. Not a lie. Well, I don't drink Red just Bull. Don't go so. too high. Don't be Icarus. But, you know, just I mean, saying. I don't drink Red Bull, so. Yeah, no one should drink Red Bull and no one should accidentally use a single ply because we all know what happens to a single ply. I mean, I didn't feel like paying more for double fly. See, don't be cheap. Sometimes it's all right. Sometimes it's okay. Oh my goodness. Now you don't what you don't be cheap on is your food. Like sometimes you can get away being cheap on food. You can't buy a New York strip for two dollars. <laughs> at, do, at Dollar no. Tree. Don't do that to yourself. Dollar Tree sells meat? 
Yo. Family Dollar Dollar Tree? Yeah, they in the meat business. They sell meat? They sell ribeyes for like a dollar, yo. And no one's died? I mean, they're all like vacuum packed. But I, it's not even about the dying part. I mean, what piece of what piece of the the cow do you think you're gonna get for a dollar? Well, it says ribeye. I hope there's not false advertising, but I mean, yeah, is it almost of, rotten? It's probably got a lot of fat in it. Well, ribeyes have fat in it. No, I mean like three-fourths of the ribeye is fat. So they have the worst cut of a premium cut. Probably. Okay. But I've never, I've, I've, I saw it there and I was like, not today. Only thing I go there for is like cheap utensils and snacks. I had no idea they had meat. I mean, what are you telling me right now? They got chicken too, man. It's kind of crazy. But I don't buy none of that from there. Like, that's just like if you're going out to eat seafood and you at like Red Lobster, you don't ask for a hamburger. I mean, it don't Truth. work. I don't expect to go to Red Lobster and get a hamburger. So when I go to Dollar Tree, I don't expect to get a gourmet piece of meat. Not saying their meat's not good. I don't know. But I'm not going to pay for that. But I'm just saying the idea they have meat at all blows my mind. I mean, yo, man, when you can vacuum seal things, you can carry on with anything. It's all about bulk, baby. It's all Truth. about bulk. Truth. I can't argue. I and can't I mean, argue. You know, if you can't afford that $7 at Food Line to get yourself some, there's a $3 alternative. Good luck with that. The only thing that reminds me of, and people I know that listen to this, they're too young to know the reference, but do you remember that episode of Good Times where James could afford some meat at the new grocery store and they bought it and everybody got sick but JJ? That's what that reminds me of. That's funny. Every time. That's funny. Hey. Because they went down there to complain and they and they brushed them off and then they came back down there again and with it cooked and made the manager eat it. He probably got sick. Oh, it was bad. But then again, you know, there's certain things that you buy for certain prices. That's what you learn. Uh, exactly. Exactly. Just because, I mean, like, just because there's a place um, that had cod on sale for like, I love cod. Yeah. I know, but just the thought about bad fish. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't bad. It was. But was but it, it good? It was good. I did. I liked it. I enjoyed okay. it. Okay. But you know, the the packaging was kind of questionable. Like how so? Like they put it on the styrofoam, and they wrapped some round wrap around. It. it looked like it was just done, and I, that's the only reason why I took it, man. Because I was just like, this looks sketchy. But you know what? I looked around and stuff. It looked solid. So I was like, I'll take a chance. Man, it was like $7 for like a pound and a half. Dude, I'm judging you right now. I mean, you can, but it was good. And I ain't get sick. Double double, double bonus points. Rolling the dice with your life, man. Hey, we roll the dice every time we get out. We get up, man. Truth. Because you can walk across the street, get hit by a bus any day. But you know what? Don't tempt fate. Nah, I don't. What you get? Nah, it was, it was like they were the date on it. It was done that day. So that makes it better. Well, I mean, <laughs> if it said it was done the day before, I'd be like, no. <laughs> because once again, it wasn't vacuum sealed. Like, it wasn't vacuum sealed like everything else. But then there was also a line with people trying to get fresh cod, too. And I was just like, eh, I'll take a shot. Wow. Hey, man. Okay. Okay. If that's what we're doing, okay. Sometimes, it depends, man. Sometimes you roll the dice. Sometimes you win. Sometimes you don't, but 
that's a that's a chance you gotta take sometimes. No, you don't have to take that. You're right, you sometimes. don't. But I chose to. As long as we're being truthful. See, I, sometimes I feel like I have to guide you to the real truth. Nah, you don't. Yeah, I just, I I just do. choose not to talk about it. That's so trifling. I mean, <laughs> you choose not to talk, so yeah. you just sweep it under the rug. Look, if you haven't, if you haven't figured out by this is episode twenty, if you ain't figured out, I ain't trifling by now. But, Wake up! No, see, I'm cussy. The last episode we did together, I just figured out how petty you really are. Oh, I'm petty. I'm super. Petty. <laughs> I know, and I was like, yeah, I forgot what you said, but I was like, Ruben, for real. Yeah. Oh, that was so petty. Put an SP on my chest and a cape, son. <laughs> What, super I'm petty? super petty. <laughs> super petty. Like super bad, you super I mean, petty. Yo, ask Mo, man. Mo, Mo knows, man. Wow. I'm super, yo. Yo. <laughs> like, I'm serious, man. There's sometimes the hate is real over here, man. But see, and why has everything got to be like Morris Chestnut level hate with you, man? It's not. Morris Chestnut is a different level of hate. Are you sure about that? Because that whatever you said that day that set off my petty meter. Nah. No, not nah, even close. Morris Chestnut, like even my, even my younger brother. Shout out, shout out to my younger brother Kevin. He was listening to the old. He was like, "Yo, that Morris Chestnut joint we did episodes ago was hilarious." He said it was on the floor, man. <laughs> it Yo, was so crazy. The petty, the petty is is real over here, man. And that's, but see, it just gets to a point in life. I don't know when I got to this point. Where I just accepted the fact that. My hating skills are on another level, and my petty <laughs> skills are are not to be messed with. Wait, I don't know where it came why? from. Man. But I why? Don't, I don't there is know. no one in your family that does this, man. Somebody's got to do. I guess that's been left to me. You, yeah, you don't have to. It's just like the choices you said just a minute ago. You don't have to. It's, petty is a choice. Petty is a choice, but it's a fun choice. I'm not gonna lie. You really? Know, sometimes is it, is it fun? Is petty fun when petty's happening to you? Petty doesn't happen to me. Really? Not to my face. Well, it doesn't I, happen to anybody's face usually, but nah, that's I not the point. I can be petty to your face. I ain't got no issue being petty to people's face. No, I'm saying when, it's, when somebody's being petty about you to your face. That doesn't happen to me. Again, it usually because doesn't I turn, happen to anybody. Because I turn it back around, man. Yo. Oh, so you can manipulate the petty. All day, every day. Oh, my goodness gracious. Perpetual petty. I mean, yeah. Petersburg Patty. I mean, it's what it is, bro. You know, it's you know the Patty is just something that I think maybe when I became like in my thirties, man, it just I learned. I just learned what. Why are we holding this in? Because some things you don't need to say. Well, and you're right. And there's some things I don't say. There's a lot that I don't say. Trust you know what? Me. I would pay money just to be a fly on the wall. Nah, man. Yes. Like, Yes. Why Why pay? I give it to you free. I mean, I ain't got no issue with that. I ain't trying to make no money off this. I mean, it's just... Yeah. I mean, I'm not... This, the funny thing about it is, it's like... There's there's no real, like... You know how most people have multiple sides to them? Sure. We all do. Yeah. All mine is just one. It just depends on what button you touch. Because... I believe that. Because, believe like... That. It's not like I'm different. I mean, I'm a I'm more professional at work, but that don't mean the petty don't be living in the back. <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 some of it just doesn't make it out of your mouth. Oh no, yeah, I got okay. I got control. Okay, so you can you so again you can manipulate your petty. You can control oh, your petty. Most people don't see. That's the thing. You're you're real. You're real. Um, unsanctioned petty people can't control <laughs> wait, it. Wait, 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 back up. Unsanctioned petty people. I got an award for this, man. <laughs> 
So there's like a there's like a governing body of petty. I mean, I can't really talk about it, but I guess there what is. is this Fight Club. I mean, hey, first rule, man, you don't you, talk about petty. <laughs> I can't with you every time. I say, why I'm am saying. I doing this show? <laughs> Because man, you oh love my it. God. I do love it. That's why I do this show. But man, I, every in the moment, I'm like, really? I think I think honestly, I used to, I used to just I've I've hated poor stuff for a very long time, and it just shifted one day from hate to petty, and then I've learned to manipulate all of it because like you could ask Moby, yo, the hate game. Is on lock over here, man. <laughs> he would be like, yo, this dude hates on almost everything. So you just don't wear the belt, but you definitely the champ. I mean, I don't need to be, I don't need to be the champ to be number one. Wow, you don't even need to be the champ. You just know. I mean That's like sometimes while LeBron don't win MVP, we all know, but we just want to vote for somebody else out of spite. I mean, yeah. <laughs> but you know, but I also realize there are people who are who their hater game is better than mine. And their petty game is better than mine. But you just said you were the champ. I just don't know them. Okay. So it's like you're the best in the world that we know. Oh, yeah. Okay. I believe you. That doesn't I make believe me, you. That doesn't make me any less of a nice person. That doesn't make me any less of a um, generous person. Because, But the thing about it is, it's like a, the, a lot of the problems that some people have of being petty and being spiteful and, and hating and stuff like that is their lack of control with it my thing is you know as far as work goes I feel like everybody's got that petty at work and everybody's okay. got that hate at work however there are things and times you should speak on it and there are things and times you should never speak on it like you should never speak professionally you should never ex exclude you know put out your hate or petty when you're in a professional manner Okay. Not out loud. What's wrong with you? I mean, are you trying not to get promoted? Are you trying to get fired? Right. I mean, Truth. that's craziness. Because the thing about it is, if you feel that everybody doesn't have a little hate or a little petty in them, that's just not realistic. No, it's not. Because we all do. Yeah. And I mean, the only difference is some people control it better than others. I think I can control mine very well. You know, that's true because I really didn't realize that you were petty until you said it. Then I didn't even believe you about yourself. I mean, but until it jumped out your mouth one day. And that's day. the whole thing. You got to know yourself. And, you know, I'm not going to sit here and be like, yo, I'm petty as petty does 24 7. Because that's not true. No. Not, not out loud. Right. Definitely not out loud. But it does live back here. <laughs> Everybody's petty lives back there. I mean, you know, we got. I mean, regardless of who you meet in this world, there's always somebody who wants to be better than you. Sure. And there's always somebody who thinks they're better than you. Sure. And the the thing about it is, is that there's confidence, which I have much confidence in myself. And sometimes being confident comes off as hating or being petty. No, those are three completely different things. I thought being coming off being confident would be uh, construed or as arrogant. Arrogant. I mean, to me, arrogant, petty, all that's the same thing. I mean, because the reason why is you're you you are on purpose make yourself look better than everybody else to let them know that you're better than everybody else. Okay. You know okay. because I but mean, you can, can you consider that petty though? Oh man, it all depends on how you do it. It's like so you can do it in one way and be arrogant, in another way and just be petty. I think I I mean I know the definitions are different. 
But to me, it's the same thing. It's okay. just a different word. Arrogance more the um, the commonality word of it. Petty is the old school stuff. Because okay. like there are levels, man. I feel like you can't be petty until you become a hater. You can't be petty until you become a hater. Because you, if you're not hating, what are you being petty about? Truth, nothing. I get it. You I, know, I, I totally get what you're saying. And like everybody has that side where they flip. I mean, they just flip. You know, some people can control it, some people can't. I mean, you know, I just feel like that my confidence when it comes out. People misconstrue it sometimes as being whatever they want it to be, but I'm very confident in myself. I I would never put myself in a position where I can't do the job. I am very much like, nah, that ain't me, dog. I, that's just me. I'm not going to sit here and be like, yeah, I can do it and I can't do it. Right. Like, for instance, hey, I need you to get down on the water. Nah, that ain't me, dog. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to go underwater? Never. Never. When I worked at my last job, my purpose of hiring people to do water things was because I can't do it. And they knew straight up, yo, I can't do that. This is why I'm hiring you. That's not, that's being real. Truth. I mean, so you can, I mean, you can do what it is. I know my weakness is the water. Yo, like if you want to psychologically destroy me, you put me asleep, wake me up on a, in a if I wake up on a some sort of craft in the middle of water, I'm done. So that's my kryptonite, yo. So if you had military secrets and somebody decided to waterboard you, you're you gonna tell it all, ain't you? I mean, I I probably see that's the whole thing. I don't think I tell it all. I I think that it would get to a point where I would probably just deuces. I mean, because so you just like pass out and die. I definitely pass out, waterboard. I mean, because I can't hold my breath. I can hold my breath a decent amount of time for a person my size. Okay. But I mean, I mean, if you waterboard me, you know, if it's government secrets and that's my job, I guess I gotta take one for the team, yeah. I hear you. Because here's the thing. If I'm ever in a situation like that, my thought process is, if I tell you, you're gonna take me out. If I don't tell you, you're gonna take me out. I'm not getting out of this. Truth. You're not. You're really not. So, I mean, if I'm gonna go, I'm going my own way. Truth. I get that. You know? I, that's respect. But see, the thing you said like two minutes ago about hiring people to do a job you can't do and admitting you can't do it, you're not arrogant. And no, But not you at all. can be petty. Oh, yeah. And I know that for a fact now, which is the most hilarious thing ever. I, I feel like I've known you all my life and not known you at all. I mean, this podcast has helped me understand you in a way in which know, I could never do. I mean, a lot of my friends who know me know that. There is a semblance of petty that I can throw out there. Okay. Um, now, depending on the friend or the family member, you see, you've seen some of it. Like, I feel confident in saying my parents really haven't seen the petty. I can see that. Yeah, you because know, they would handle that. I mean, yeah. depending on what you said, they would yeah. handle that. Well, see, I wouldn't. You know, there are just certain things you can't do in front of parents. Sure. You can't say certain things in front of parents. Nope. Stuff like that. It's not going to work for me. Nope. So, I mean, because it doesn't matter. In my opinion, it doesn't matter how old I am. I know push come to shove. If I say the wrong thing, something's flying toward me. <laughs> At a velocity which could knock I mean, you out. I mean, hope is probably more of a hand 
Then, I mean, but then again, it's all the levels. There's a disrespect level with parents that kids have that I don't get. Like, I could never be so disrespectful to my parents for to give, at least at this point in time in my life, to feel like they need to put hands on me. True. However, there are kids who curse their parents out on the regular, and I'm just, or tell their parents what they are going to do, and I'm just thinking to myself, I can't ever, I think I might have said one thing that I am going to do once, and it was only one time. Once. What was the outcome? Oh, man, I've only done it once. Well, that's the outcome. That's the outcome. <laughs> it's something happened so bad that you decided yeah. not to do it ever like, again. I don't curse in front of my parents. I don't disrespect my parents. I don't do anything like that. But I see, you know, growing up, I saw kids doing that to their parents. You know, I see kids today, you know, who do that to their parents. Like, and there's some kids like, yeah, I run my parents. And I'm just like. How? Why? I'm, I mean, I see you thing because not over here. Exactly. But see, that at, at the same time, that is parenting, too. That's on the parent, too. Exactly. Because I got time for that. Exactly. When you, I mean, at my last job, first of all, I'm not your parent. However, I have access to your parents. Now, if you think you come in to my location and act where you act at home, we have another thing coming. I mean, like, literally, man, we would judge on how clean their bunk is. Okay. You know, so their kids who would come to camp, their parents always fix their bed for them. So they don't know how to do it. They don't know how to fix their bed. You got to figure it out, though. So, well, you know, but there's people in there to help them with that. You know, life skills, man. Yep. It's, it's amazing how many parents that have come to me in one shape or form, and, you know, they pick their kid up, it'd be like, and that kid be acting awesome, you know? And they'd be just like, what'd you do to my kid? I was like, what are you talking about? Kid had a great time at camp. I know, but that's not the the kid that I sit here. But the residual. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but that's the thing. It's like, it is not, it wasn't my job to teach your children. It wasn't my job to be their parent. It was my job to be their guardian. My thing was, I always want you to come have fun and you might mess around and learn something. Right. You know, and I got that from Fat Albert from Bill Cosby because that's what he would say something similar to that right on his, on the um, Fat Albert show right you know I, was, I thought that sounded familiar the yeah. last time you said it okay yeah. so I mean but I took that because that's what it is you know in that job it was my goal was to create was to help people become better sure not hey you can learn how to canoe hey you can learn how to do this do that Nah, man, I want you to learn how to fix your bed. I want you to learn how to take care of yourself. Basic life skills. Yeah. I mean, you know, you got to get up at a certain time. This ain't your house. Your parents, you know, let you cook breakfast. Nah, man, you got to work together as a team. You got to do all this stuff. And that's what I felt that I was tasked to do at that time. It wasn't to babysit a child. Right. You know? Yeah. And I have very strong feelings about certain things, you know, like zero tolerance policies. Yeah, I got I got some issues with that. Right. Because I feel like that, well, let me change that. I use a zero tolerance policy. Okay. Because, I mean, I got 200 kids here, man. I can't have you throwing hands. Right. This well, you don't have you don't have time to police that kind of thing. Yeah. Like, ain't no second chances here. So. I mean, and it's not it's not the situation where I didn't. 
you know, I didn't give up on them or I gave up on it. It was a situation in which I have 200 kids here and I can't watch you or you or you. I mean, it's a trust situation. Sure. Look, these are the rules. If you break the rules, these, this is what happens. Right. And everybody found out on Monday, you know, don't like it, not a fan. If you do that, we'll make some phone calls. And when you say stuff like that to children, like that to children, or to really anybody, but mostly your children, if that happens, you got to follow through with that. Yep, you do. Because they'll make you you'll, they'll make you out to be a punk. You won't have yeah. any respectability at all. And, and then it's just, and I would have some parents, my kid was defending themselves. I understand that. However, your kid could have ran. Your kid could have yelled like a girl or however you choose to make it. Could have yelled and somebody could have came there or whatever. But if me or my people got to break up a fight, it's a fight. It's not one kid beating down the other. It's a fight. Fight is two people throwing hands. Yep. You can't be here. And I mean, I got flack for that. And Really? This day and age? Yeah, I got flack for that. Okay. And But I was... I was standing in my guns, man. It's just, I just, I can't, this isn't a police state. I can't sit here and police everybody having fun. You gonna have fun. Nah, if you don't want to be here, that ain't me. You know, if you want to do something not to be here, we'll call your parents. Your parents ain't getting a refund. Ouch. So your parents got options. You know, we have kids who weren't ready for camp. How so? They've never been away from home. Okay, yeah, I get that. You know? Okay. I mean, some parents parented them to the point where they're dependent on them. Right. And once again, you know, I grew up like that. I was, I didn't realize I was ready to go away until, guess what? You're going to camp, deuces. Here's 10 bucks. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and, you I know? Have, I have my own horror story about that, but yeah. Yeah. Totally I mean, get it. You know, I'll see you Friday. And I'm, I'll never forget. And I used to tell when I would train counselors, I tell them that story because they're going to run some kids who literally get to camp and be like, where am I at? I, I don't know where I'm at. What's going on? And that's when you look up to the bigger person, the person who's supposed to be in charge or people who are there for you, you know, to be like, hey, I got you. Come this way. And, you know, a lot of people just, just a simple, how can I help you? Right. Not just the children, but the people say so much of the other stuff, man. But people are just so, some people in this world are just so selfish and they worry about themselves and they don't worry about the fact that what they do affects others. Truth. You know, and that sucks, but it is what it is. I felt like I did my part on that. But were there times where my thought was like, you know, hate and petty all day? Well, we we already understand that you're petty, but what you're not is arrogant. Nah. I mean, so I learned from what you just said about your... I'm either good or not. Right. You know, I know what I'm good at. I know my strengths. Sure. But you're willing to say that. Most arrogant yeah. people are not willing to say any of that. Yeah, but I know my weaknesses. And you're only as good as your biggest weakness. Sure. And most of us have at least one Achilles heel somewhere. Many of us have many Achilles heels. Most people do. So. I mean... I'm not going to say everybody, because there's probably some dude out there or some girl out there who's like, I don't have any weaknesses. And I, like, if you say it to me, well, that's your first weakness, you know. I was going to say, absolutely. You know, it's just like, you can't learn. Exactly. Because you think you know everything. Yeah. 
I mean, what? You're not seven, coachable. Then. The seven deadly sins, man. Pride. Pride. Pride's Pride, a big baby. one, bro. Yes, sir. Pride yes, will kill you more than anything else will. Yeah, it, pride it, will kill you before sloth or greed. Yeah. Sure. I mean, gluttony, all that stuff. Pride's the biggest one as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Pride, I mean, yeah, if you feel like you're better than everybody else, yeah, you, you already lost. Absolutely. Well, that was a good intro. I mean, now all my friends will be like, why you got to be all petty? And I'll be like, shut up. <laughs> but all your friends already knew you were petty, so they probably won't say you that. You know, here's, here's the thing, though. Once again, some friends know different levels. Truth. Like Moby, he's seen it. He's seen. Well, he would never the, ask the you that because he's petty. Yeah, right, because he's on, already on seen the it. high. That's right. No, he'll tell you. He's like, yo, is Ruben, is Ruben a hater? Yes. Is he petty? Yes. Uh, he'll tell you straight up, man. There ain't no issue with that. <laughs> I mean, and I'd be like, I mean, he ain't lying. But it's all about it's all about how you control it. I mean, I can be never petty or not a hater. Okay. Or I could be the worst hater you meet. But it all depends on what buttons push. Correct? Oh yeah, most definitely. Okay, you did like, say that. Yeah, I mean. You know, if you decide you want to start playing piano, man, you don't know what you'll get. <laughs> I mean, you want to start petty whack-a-mole. <laughs> I mean, have I reached my high level of petty? <sighs> Probably not. No? I think there are more levels I can achieve too. However, the cool thing about that is I haven't been put in a situation where I need to achieve those. This is like this sounds like it's like petty at a spiritual level where you're like unlocking stuff and it's whatnot. Not, you know, it's not even that. It's just knowing yourself. A lot of it is knowing yeah. yourself. And you know, I have some friends who've never seen who've never seen it. I have some friends who've seen it all day, and I have some friends who've seen a little bit of it. But I also have some friends who know when a look comes out for me. It's yeah. a bad day. Keep moving. Like, understood. Because I can, I mean, I have a temper. I'm a very good. You have a, I temper? Have a temper. I have a temper. I don't know you at all, man. I mean, you not, have a temper, dude. I'm not perfect. I'm not even close to it. I didn't. I didn't say that you were. But when I was younger, ooh, when I was in my late teens, early twenties, it was bad. Like, really? Like, for instance. I did not realize that I was so, I don't want to say manipulative, but I learned that about myself too when I was that age. I, I would, uh, what are those things called? Grudge, you know, I, I ooh. when I was you younger, hold I, hold, oh, I could hold it. And I could hold it, I could throw it in front of your face. Ooh. I was that dude, I could throw it in front of your face and nobody would know it but you. Wow. I was that, I was that guy. So not only were you that's before the hate and the petty. No, no, no. I was going to say, it's like you held a grudge, but then you're really subtle with it. So Man. you don't have like a burning heat. You have that subtle thing going and it's like... Killing with kindness back in the day was my mantra. Wow. I never knew this about you. I'll kill you right in front of other people. And everybody thinks nothing's going on and you're just like the worst. And I've done it. It's, it's, it's not... It wasn't healthy. It just really wasn't healthy. But... In my early 20s, I learned my late teens, early 20s, I did not realize that was inside of me until it came out and I couldn't control it. It would just okay. come out. Literally, it would just like pop out and be like, what up, dog? And next thing you know, 
I would go red. It would. So you're like, would you say you're scorched earth with it? Back then I was because I didn't have empathy. I didn't have like, if you got me to got me there, I didn't care. Oh well, yeah. If you take if you take anybody there, it's like whatever. Yeah, but the thing about it, I was so young, I couldn't control it, man. Like I, I probably need, <laughs> like I feel like all this talking, I probably need a psychiatrist. But yeah, I really yeah, you're don't. Taking, this is going to a dark place with this. Oh man, but I realized that, and that's why once I got through that phase, I realized I can't do that anymore. No okay. I can't. I just can't. It's like for. I'll give you an example. Okay. Working this job, see this person every day. Okay. You know, close quarters yep. type of deal. To this day, she says something to me. I don't even know what she said. Like, literally, I don't know what she said. Enraged. It's just... And you it, don't know what she said? Like, I don't know. She could have said, hello, Ruben. No, nah, I wasn't like that. No, it was like a, an insult. Oh, so she was insulting you. Yes. Okay, oh, it was that. Okay. But... Once again, I wasn't, but then I wasn't, I was still kind of learning myself. And I've never been that type of dude who is mad and loud and all that. That ain't me. No, it's not. I do know that. I am the silent killer. Right. So she said, I don't even know what it was. I remember talking to one of my coworkers about it. And I just like, just controlling that was a problem. So how I get her back. This is why I learned I could take, I, I was holding grudges. I did not talk to her in a personal manner for two weeks. Okay. But if it was work involved, it You're didn't good. stop the work. Okay, we so you do, could compartmentalize that. Oh, yeah. Like, if we had to do stuff together, we do the job, done. But that doesn't change about, the personal oh, no. part. That doesn't change the personal part the at personal all. The personal part, and that's what, and that's when that person realized something was up. It took her two weeks to realize something was up, I guess. Which means she really clearly didn't understand or because my face did not, she didn't catch the, the, the cues for me or I didn't deliver them very well. It's one of the two. I was younger. So like, literally, if she would ask me about work, I would conversate with her. And I say conversate on purpose because I didn't talk to her. I conversated with her. Okay. Because I had to. Okay. But if she asked me how I was doing, she would get no answer. Like literally nothing? Nothing. Cold. No words. Nothing. So if she says, hey, Ruben, how you doing? You're like, yep. But if she asks me, so what we got to do for the next thing? Oh, we got to do this, this, this. That's how cold I was with it, man. I was cold. And it took her two weeks to feel that? Well, no, I think she felt it. And I think she asked around, but nobody knew because... You only talked to one person then. Yeah, and I knew that person wanted to go say anything. Right. we were boys. Right. And I compartmentalized a whole lot. Like, right. you know, I just, that's what I did back then. So one day, literally I'm standing up and just watching the area. And she comes beside me. I know her, like, I know she's there, but I did not acknowledge her presence. Wow. Are you serious? I'm cold. I was cold with it, son. I mean, you like black mamba, just yeah. like lethal Youth, soulless, man. soulless Youth. with it. Youth is so good and it's so horrible at the same time because you just don't understand your levels of how far you went until you get there and you realize you can't come back by yourself. It's the worst. That's deep. I've been there. Yes. So literally I'm sitting there looking out like literally I know she's there. I haven't turned my head. 
with my arms across. I'm standing, you know, she ain't dead to me. So she really is dead to you. She she was not there. Well, okay. she wasn't dead, but... She, no, I mean, that's how you're acting, yeah. though. Like, she doesn't exist. And, you know, she says something to the effect. I was like, look, I don't know what happened, what I did, or what's going on, but I am so sorry. Wow. And I hope that we can, you know, get past this and whatever. Still, no acknowledgement. Like, I'm cold with it. See, now you're wrong. Hold on. Wow. I'm cold with it. I'm okay. cold with it. And then okay. she walked away. Okay. About five minutes later, I I had taken her apology. And that's, when it's all said, that's all I wanted. I just wanted an apology. Because once again, when you're young, most people are mad, but they don't want a lot. They just want you to realize that you're wrong and you said you're wrong and you gave whatever half-hearted apology you chose to give. Was it half-hearted? I mean, whatever. I'm not saying it was half-hearted, but you just want people to say the words. Sure. Whether they meant it or not, you just want to say the words. Because when you're younger, you know, all you, words mean everything. Sure. They still do. They, that never to changes. To a point. That never changes. Mm, to a point. Well, with me, it's to a point. <laughs> So, so yeah, about five minutes later, everything was back to normal. I, I just went back like nothing never happened. And that was it. Well, did you speak to her personally now? No, I mean, yeah. Yeah, every, so it's just... Before that moment that she offended you, you went back to that? Yeah. Okay. I mean, literally, it was like, you need a combination to open this lock. And her combination was to apologize. Because at that point in time, man, it was two weeks, and it became a chore. Yeah, because it was much harder on you than it was her. I don't know about that. I do. I don't know about that. I do. I mean, okay. Okay. We'll move on. Yeah. But yeah. Um, but nah, man, it was just it's just one of those things. Because I was I was really surgical with it. It was like it was really surgical. Like I was a douchebag. Like. We'd be all together as a group uh-huh. and just what like maybe we went and got peace or whatever. And everybody would talk and blah, blah, blah. And she would ask me a question in front of the group. And I wouldn't even acknowledge it. Like, I was like that. Crickets? Crickets. I mean, you literally, physically, Crickets. verbally nothing. Nothing. In front of people? That's when I realized. Wow. I was like, because I'd never been in a That's position. Harsh. I'd never been in a position in which I was. I've held grudges. But I don't know, to this day, I don't know what she said to me. I just don't. I don't remember. All I know is red. That's all, like, literally, it was red. Yeah. And it's the worst, man. Yeah. I mean, I've learned so much in, in just about me in my day. I'm not a mean person at all. I mean, I'm not. And it, you know, But everybody has a dark place, though. Yeah. And Everybody's capable of awful things. Luckily, I haven't seen that dark place in a very long time. Well, that's good. You know, and, you know, unless... Like, it would take some major stuff to get back to that place, you know? Yeah, I think at this age and you understanding yourself, I think it would take a lot more than whatever she said. But the bottom line is, I think the biggest thing is understanding that you have a dark place. Because I know my problem was, I didn't think I had one until I did. And when you, you get so enveloped very quickly. Yes. Next thing you know, you realize, you're there and it's almost like, you can't turn back. No, you can't. Like you just gotta, you gotta work your way through it. You do. It is practice. I mean, it's, 
it's, you know, luck. I mean, I don't know if I say luckily, but I've never seen psychiatrists and stuff like that. Not saying, I think everybody for some small reason should at least see it one time. Sure. But I just haven't gotten to that point where I feel like I need to. Personally, I can tell you it is helpful. If I'd have continued with therapy, I would gotten. I would have think it would have gotten a lot uh, further faster. Yeah. But that experience of being in a place, a safe place where no one's judging, or at least on the surface judging mm-hmm. you, and then you can figure it out. Because really, talking to someone else, even if they say nothing, you can figure a lot of things out. Yeah, it's helpful. I, I would say that. I know Boo Love is not really for it. Um, but I love me some counseling. I do. Because when you're in that situation, there's so much you learn about yourself. There's so much you learn if you're in there with someone else. There's so much you learn about them and their perspective. Mm-hmm. There's just so much you learn. So I totally agree with what you just said. However, especially us being black folk, black folk don't play that. No, nah, we don't. We don't do a lot of no. that. No, we don't. And I think we should. And, it's, and like I said before, I'm not trying to be funny. But there are some ethnic racial things that happen. Yeah. And for black people, we don't do therapy. And I'm no. talking about black people that have good insurance and or can afford yeah. it straight up. None of that therapy foolishness. Are you yeah. kidding me? No, you just work it out. Nah, I'm in agreement. You know, I'm in agreement. We we all need some a little bit of therapy. Just one session. I just I just know, like I know what happened to me. Like I would be a blubbering mass of. But that's good. And no, I'm not saying it's not good. But then my hour be up and up. And it's one of those things where my feeling is I feel like if I open it up wide like that, yeah, I'm not gonna be able to stop. And it's just I mean No, but you will. You will. If if, yeah. if if your doctor's good, he'll be able to cut you off. And then the next session you'll start up again. I'm telling you, you would stop. I mean, that's possible. I mean, I'm I don't know what I'm to just say. saying. I'm just saying I'm not against it. I just I really just haven't made that move. Okay. And maybe one day I will. Maybe when I turn 50, I'll make that move. If I'm still 50 and alone, I'll just, I'll have to figure something out. Actually, I think the best time for you to do it is when you're 50 and not alone. Because I wanted to do it. I love marriage counseling because uh, I love information. So for me, understanding what's happening as far as what the other person is thinking, how they think, mm-hmm. and having that come out in big doses as opposed to me learning it incrementally over time, is very helpful for me. So I think if you're with somebody, it's even more important that you have counseling. Yeah, maybe I'll get somebody so I can have counseling. No, you will get somebody. Oh, thank you. You, you will get somebody, then you'll get somebody because counseling is important. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. should all do it, even for light-skinned people. Wow. That's what it is. I had to throw that in. Wow. I had to throw that in. <laughs> The race hate continues <laughs> internally. Now, that is me in a comical way being petty, y'all, because yeah, we had this petty. conversation that's about the petty. whole light skin, dark wow. skin people. You know, I just had to throw that out in it. Man, that, I don't like those dark skin people be talking about light skin people hey, like we ain't nothing. Hey, because, you know, back in 89, before 89, y'all was something, then you took it too far, now you're nothing. Whatever. <laughs> Haters. True. Haters. Truth. You know, one more thing now, What's I up? will say, like, there's one time. Okay. Brutal. Like, this might have been the worst thing ever. Uh-oh. Okay, what happened? Like, so... Wow, I'm trying to figure out how I want to explain this. Okay. So, something happened. Okay. I don't really want to get into what happened. All right, not, no need. But next thing you know, I'm around this person, once again, for a long period of time. Was it work? Yeah. Okay, so, okay. So, I, I changed my M.O. 
two to like, hey, how you doing? Blah, blah, blah. Everything great? Yeah. Then I would not acknowledge that person after that. You realize that's an enormous amount of work. It is. Because you spent all day planning this. You know, I didn't actually. Are you I, sure? I really didn't. It's just when I saw that person, that's just how I was that person. Like literally. So you didn't think about it? Nah. For me, I happened. think about it. I it just, just happened. Literally, I was like. So the instant you saw this person, you decided what the MO was going to be and you executed it. It wasn't me deciding MO. It's just that's what happened. It was just like. So you're like all all over it and then all of a sudden you nothing. Just nothing. Just yeah. a black hole. Especially like in a group of people. Worse. See, that's I'm, like, that's your thing. You like to publicly embarrass somebody without embarrassing them, but you're embarrassing them in a worse it's way. It's almost like, and that's what that's when I realized when I was younger, I was really too, I don't want to say messed up, but the fact that I thought so critically of how I'm going to tear somebody down. Well, that's what I was saying just a minute ago about you thought about this all day. But I didn't. Well, I realized it just you came didn't. to me. Right. But I'm saying in that moment, you probably didn't. But people like you, like me, you fantasize about this and you execute the plan. Yeah, I don't really fantasize about it. I'm telling you. At least I didn't. I just remember, you know, blah, blah, blah. Because I was mad. But I couldn't, like, I couldn't ignore this person like I could the other person. Right. It was just a different situation. And I was just like, well, I'm just going to kill it with kindness. Hey, how you doing? But that's, that's a plan that you executed. I mean, it's just a different plan. So I, I guess, yeah. I'm telling you. I'm just mean. It, no, was, you're, no. Back in the day, I was. I was I was not a likable person back in the day. No, I don't let's change that. that. I was a likable person. Like, there were sides. Like, if you got on the bad side with Ruben, it was a bad day. But everybody can say that. What I'm telling you is this. But I was more, I guess I was more vocal about it. I was really that dude who, when I was younger, I was very... Um, literal. So when you say literal, what do you mean? So like, if I, if I said something, I meant that. I it wasn't uh, I didn't do slang when I was in high school. I didn't talk slang at all. Really? It, I was very literal. I was extremely literal. Like so, like it's like like I would get joked on because I would dot my eyes and cross my t's. Oh, you know what? That brings up something, and we can go back to this. But yeah. did you ever get the label, He Talk White? Of course. Okay. I just wanted to And I went to a school that was 98% black, man. That, and, and that's why I laughed at you when you said, when you talk, started talking about, uh, started talking to me about your soccer. Because I was like, Petersburg is so black. How in the world is he playing soccer? Lost it. In my mind. I, you know, you were talking. I didn't yeah. want to laugh. But that's what I thought. And I was like... Then you brought that up, and I was like, I wonder oh, if man. he got that card. I yeah. wonder if he got that label. But see, I wasn't, and that's and that's the whole thing. And I, the funny part about it was, like, a lot of people knew who I was. Sure. But I wasn't popular, and I was fine with not being popular. I was fine with just doing my thing. And I and I was, and I did my thing, sure. which was good. Well, you I, played soccer, so yeah, apparently well, you did your thing. Well, I mean, I wasn't the only black person on the team. But, you know, there's some football players on the team, and that was whatever. But, I mean, honestly, I played soccer to get a letter. A varsity Okay. That's it. I mean, that was my only purpose. And I ended up getting, like, most approved player. You're, but, yeah. you know, and I'll say this. That's one of, actually one of the highlights of my high school career. Like, 
because it wasn't it, it's, it's so weird because you don't really know how many people know who you are until they know who you are or they show that they know who you are I get that and it was just weird like it was so weird like when we had our sports banquet or whatever sure you know I went to that and you know I got my my P my letter my soccer ball man that's all I wanted that's literally the only thing I wanted right and then you know I got like the most approved player award nice yes little trophy I still have it somewhere and it was like it was dope because like I was I was very sheepish I was weird I wasn't a weird kid but I danced I danced to my own drum you still do. Yeah. But I but at the same time I find it odd that you didn't know that you were pop- you can't Well, I'm not I wasn't I wouldn't say I was popular, but people knew who I was. But this it's one of the if you're not infamous, there's only one other place to go. And that's but I don't I, think I was either. You don't need to think it. You don't re, you don't really matter. What I'm telling exactly, you is yeah. the physics of what you're saying, if you're not infamous, you're famous. And that means you were popular and you didn't even know it. Yeah. And it's just and it would I guess the cool, the cool thing about that, hey, mom's calling. <laughs> I'm not gonna put her on the hey, show. Hey, Shirley, that that'd be messed up. Why? Um, no, nah, we ain't doing that. Um, <laughs> so I think the cool thing, but the cool thing that happened was, like, literally, man, it's that moment in the movies that happens. You get the award, and then like next thing you know, a whole bunch of people just start chanting your name. Kind of like, like Rudy. Yeah, Rudy. Ruben. Well, everybody's like Ruben. Right. Exactly. Like, and I'm just standing there. I'm just like, but that's the guy what that is I this? know, right? But that's the <laughs> that's the dude that I know. So I'm surprised you didn't know it. Uh, I didn't. I mean, and, and, and it's probably a good thing that I didn't because well, I probably would have got thing? a big hit. And I, I, oh. I mean, no, <laughs> I would have been very susceptible to that back in the day. You? Yeah. Because. Man. Most people don't want to be popular, but then they secretly want to be. I never ever said I didn't want to be popular. I will say that I, I will say that I don't I don't like to hang out with a bunch of people all the time. But if I ever said that I don't like being liked, that's the dumbest thing I'll well, ever say in my life. It's it a lie. But it it really wasn't I just didn't I just my like my earlier years were not great. Okay. In high school. Okay. But my junior senior years were okay. Well, I mean, half of it then. Yeah. So I didn't want to. I didn't want to be any different than anybody else. Sure. Yet I didn't want to not be anybody else. Right. Like you I wanted- enjoyed the bubble that I was in. I enjoyed the friends that I had. Right. On both sides of the spectrum. Right. And I was cool just being, hey Ruben, and that's it. I didn't want to be super famous for anything. I didn't want to be hated. I just wanted to live my life, uh, my own drum, and that's what I did. My At least my sophomore, junior, senior year high school, that's all I did. And I didn't hate high school. A lot of people hate high school, but I didn't hate high school. I just chose to deal with it the way I wanted to deal with it. And that's what I did. And I, you know, it's just one of those things, man. I, I, I feel like for me, I had high school and it was 4-H. And my 4-H life, to be honest, was almost more important than my high school life. I get that. You know, in my 40s life, I was popular. I was somebody. Yeah. I didn't need to be that in high school. Sure. Because, like, I knew people, but my connection to high school was only through a couple of people. Okay. You know, maybe, I mean, I don't want to put a number on it, but I'd probably say anywhere from six to 12 people were, like, my solid. Right. But, 
you know, but my 4-H life was completely different. Like, I had a teacher in my, my junior year of high school. I wasn't in school much due to 4-H, which okay. was awesome. You know, I did some things at 4-H. You know, I became somebody special or whatever. And one of my teachers was like, you know, talking about what's going to happen in a couple of weeks. And he made it a little funny. He was like, so, Mr. Brown, will you be a- attending class in two weeks for the test? And I was like, I had to get back with you. Wow. <laughs> well, I knew it was a joke. Right. So I was like, I, I joke back. I, I got to get back with you. But I mean, it was crazy because like there was times where I was a week away from school. So, but I still got to make up all the homework. Right. You know, and I did, I could do that. It wasn't an issue, but I traveled a lot my senior, my junior year. I was, I would probably say out of the, how many months were in school? What, nine? Nine months. Well, not including, not including June. So eight months. I was probably out of school a week in maybe five of them. Wow. I, like I was in, the thing about it was it was Foyt. So I got a letter excusing it. Very nice. I mean, I traveled to Chicago. I traveled to Georgia. I mean, I traveled a whole bunch of different places, you know, doing leadership stuff for 4-H. I mean, that was my, for me, that was my happy time. You know, I, I got to do some stuff. Yeah. So that's why I guess in high school, it wasn't that, high school wasn't that important for me. I guess I led a double life because when I was at 4-H, expectations were different. They were friends. I had different friends just because they were in Petersburg. Right. I was on a different level. So it was just like, you know, I got, I was lucky and blessed enough to be voted in um, to a state cabinet three years in a row in my 15, 16, 17 year old life in 4-H. You know, I was on cabinet and then I was state reporting historian, which was all voted by the peers. Right. And then state vice president, which was voted by the peers. I ran and they were just like, I guess he's cool. They thought I was cool enough to do it. Right. And then, you know, we did it and I had to represent. So, you know, my life was really different in high school and in my personal life. Really, okay. really different. And and that's why high school was kind of like a, a blur for me. I I enjoyed it when I enjoyed it. But I didn't come home like, I didn't come home hating life. At least after my freshman year. First year was bad. Right. But after after that, you know, I didn't come home hating life and stuff. Okay. Because I already knew I had something else. I had another life that I was completely working on. Right. And, you know, they coexisted very well okay. with each other. I mean, and somehow I merged them together and I'm this awesome piece of equipment right here. <laughs> yes, you are an awesome piece of equipment. <laughs> I can't unsay that either. I mean, you know, it is what it is. Because if you don't think you're awesome, who else is going to think you're awesome? Many people, apparently, and that's what I'm trying to tell you. Uh, you just didn't know about it. Yeah, you know, and that's okay. I mean, it is okay, but I'm just saying the same thing that got you where you were in 4-H is actually what was happening in a parallel universe in high school. Clearly. Because your personality is the common denominator, and that's what I was trying to get across to uh, you. I learned something today. You really did. Yay. So we're going to talk about toilet paper again, or did we cover toilet paper? I'm good with toilet paper. I don't understand why people buying it all. Well, see, that's what we were actually going to talk about, because I'm like, what does toilet paper have to do with the coronavirus? I mean, I guess, because it's not you're going to poop more. If anything, you're going to throw up more. <laughs> True enough. But yeah, I mean, there's there's not a lot to talk about, because if, we both are on the same page. Yeah. What does, you I mean, know? I guess, I guess the thought process is, 
you're gonna wash your hands a lot. Yeah. But who's washing their hands with toilet paper? No one, because it's it's toilet paper. I mean, now unless you got like eight people living in your house, I understand getting the f- rolls of fifty on toilet paper. But you You're, shouldn't have a hundred rolls of toilet paper in your in your basket. Any, that doesn't make sense to me. Any reasoning is gonna be a stretch. I don't see it. Nor do you. I mean, nah, I think it's dumb. Well, actually, we can move on then. I mean, yeah. So going along with the coronavirus, social distancing, which I know nothing about. I think Boo Love says something about it as far as what they're doing in Italy because people can't stand too close to each other. But I think the article you're talking about has more to do with just general, you know, behavior. So what? What's, what is social distancing? So, yeah, social distancing is basically um, hanging out with people but not being so close. Was that commercial? Get a little closer, extra dry, or airy dry, whatever it is. Right. Yeah, they don't want that. Okay, so we're right across the table from each other. Is that good distance, or what are you talking about? Oh, uh, they say three feet. Okay, I guess it's three feet. I mean, if it's not, I mean. But I mean, when you go to the grocery store, you can't do that. Yeah, they say you should go to the grocery store like when there's not a lot of people there, which means you go doing. You can't go to Club Walmart because that's a bad day. True. Um, well, I have an added advantage because I work at night. So if I go to the store after work, yeah, I'm there right between there. 12 and 5. So, okay. Yeah. So, like, a couple of things. If you're symptom-free, should you go to a bar or restaurant? Well, you shouldn't really gather in public places. However, I mean, the last thing you want to do is pick up somebody who's got a coronavirus. But how do you know if they're not presenting? I mean, you don't. That's the thing about it is... You know, that's a chance you take. That's even a higher chance you take. It's bad enough you go to a club and you trying to holler at somebody and it's like, nah, I don't want you. Then on top of that, they can not want you and you still get a coronavirus. That means you get hit twice in the head. Exactly. Stay at Exactly. Home. You didn't have a social success with her yeah. or him. And then you got the coronavirus for your trouble. Yeah. Here you go. <laughs> Party shot. Coronavirus. Yay. You know, like, and a lot of things, do you want to have a bunch of people over? Well, no, no, as long as nobody's sneezing all over the place. However, if you do and somebody comes over, I think it's fair to say, time for you to go, dude. Um, yeah, you sneeze all my stuff. And okay. if I get coronavirus, I'm coming after you. Well, that, that goes into something we were talking about off air. And I think that all of what you said is true. Mm-hmm. But at, at what point do you believe you should just live your life, regardless of what's happening? Well, I mean, I think I think you should live your life anyway. I mean, to me, I'm living my best life. It's a Saturday, I don't got to work. I'm staying at home. And I would normally stay at home anyway on a right. Saturday, I don't have to work. Why? Because I got no reason to be out. You know, I'm hungry now. And I could cook something. Right. But I would probably, you know, like DoorDash and stuff, me personally, no. No? No. Why? Well, here's the thing. My opinion. My opinion only. It's bad enough you don't know the people bringing your food. You don't know who's cooking your food. At least when you go somewhere, you can see who's cooking your food. True. For the most part. True. Two, if they are sick, that means your food has been in an incubator for at least 15 minutes. You mean in that person's car? Okay. Okay. So, if you're going to do all that, save your $4, put it in your gas tank and do it yourself. Truth. I get that. I mean, that's just me. I'm not saying you shouldn't do it. I'm just saying, hmm, like ass, so should I stop dating? Well, once again, it's unless you're dating twins or something, 
it's one on one. But see, you don't know about that one though, and I, that's where exactly. the question came from. I mean, and you know, I don't know. Start on start texting first. It's okay. <laughs> you know, they say, "Can I go to the gym?" Yeah, if you do, maintain distance. Now, one thing I will say is they are constantly cleaning in the gym I go to. When I see it, there's people just cleaning up all over. Well, actually, in a good gym, that's normal anyway. Yeah. Because so, and, and and they have policy that that compels you to clean your behind yourself. Yes. So, I haven't been in the gym in three days. So first of all, my body's already hating my guts. So when I go Monday, because hopefully I'm going to play basketball on Sunday. Payback. Yep. Yeah. I'm gonna. It's gonna suck because I was in the middle of a 42 day thing. Now I have to go back to day 11 and restart. Man, it's going to suck. But I try to go when there's nobody there anyway. So that's a good thing. Go when nobody's there. Um, should you go to a grocery store? I mean, sometimes you don't got chances. You don't got choices. You got to go to a grocery no, store. No, you don't. I mean, just I mean, try. you're not going to find any toilet paper there. But yeah, I mean, you got to eat. Mm-hmm. And it says for delivery workers, tell them to leave the food on the doorstep and ring the bell. Then talk it to them face to face. I don't think that matters, my personal opinion, because if their car is an incubator, it's too late anyway. It's too late. Should I take public transportation? Not if you don't got to. <laughs> I would say that anyway, but okay. I mean, subways <laughs> and buses. Mm. Well, some people living in big cities, it is what yeah. it is. Yeah. It is it's what about it is. that space there. It's just, you know, it's just hard because you know they don't clean by themselves. No. Should you cancel family events like birthday parties and weddings? No. I mean, I would just tell everybody, yo, if you sick, stay at home. Everybody else, come on out. I mean, it's a wedding. I ain't cancel my wedding. For, it must no. be a nuclear bomb dropping. It'll be one witness and us and whatever. Oh, Y'all yeah. just missed the cooked chicken. That's all. It's all good. Should I stop visiting elderly relatives? Yes. Let them be alone because, you know, they say that the virus itself um, attacks immune systems. So if you're really old or you're really young, that's a problem. Yes. Like us, unless you have some stuff like diabetes or heart problems, stuff like that. Like, I'm a type 2 diabetic. I'm not necessarily worried about it, but, you know, it is what it is. Should you be canceling haircuts at other non-essential appointments? Well, yes. unless you got a group of people cutting your hair, I think it's okay. But you better make sure they're clean. If, they, if you go into a barber, you want to see them clean that joint. Right. Me, I just cut my own hair, so, hair, so yeah. Like, I gotta do that anyway because this look rough. Well, actually, I don't think that's unessential. I think that's essential. At some point, you gotta look like you, you know, don't live under a bridge. Yeah, I'm just saying. Mm. Even if you've got dredge, you got the edge up. I'm just nah. Yeah. You, you gotta go to the doctor. You gotta go do something if you're not doing it yourself. Yeah. Should I avoid communal spaces in my apartment building? Unless you like them, yes. That's not what it says here, but <laughs> I yeah. know it. Does. That's the way I feel about it. Um, should I limit my physical interaction with my partner or other people I live with? Well, you know, if one of you got it, both of you probably have it. Yep. So no need. Keep doing what you're doing. No need. And if you're not doing anything, you should probably shit. Well, no. If you have roommates, <laughs> that's different. <laughs> Sometimes that's not well, different either. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Don't speak for everybody. <laughs> True that. I mean, if you yeah, you can't get around people. So if you're you get symptoms or you're exposed. 14-day quarantine. That's it. Deuces. Oh, by the way, I do want to let people know, if your job isn't paying you, check out short-term disability. 
Yeah. If you if you have to be quarantined or if you're advised to self quarantine and your job won't pay you, then check out short term disability before you freak out. Because yeah. I'm sure it'll I'm sure that will help you. So the next thing is we talked about social distancing, and when it's all said and done, people are gonna be kind of chilling in their houses, unless like myself, you gotta go to work. Because, yeah, my guy go to work. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, a couple of things to look at. One, um, I've been reading that they've been speeding up internet because they realize people will be living at home yep. for a while. Yep. So, if you have internet, yay for you. I haven't seen it in my house yet, so I'm about to make a phone call. Get a speed test app and see yeah, if they're lying. Get to a you. speed test. Um, so, of course. ESPN is rough to watch because they've been talking about the same thing for the last three days. Because there is no sports, literally. Yeah. Literally, well, there are MMA, no sports. But then, but that's got to calm. That's got to shut down too eventually, right? I mean, well, that is about as close quarters as it gets. They've been doing it like the one, the one on today Saturday is in Brazil. Okay, and they've been doing it without fans, so it's just okay. It's just the fighters all the people and the who need crew. to be there, right? Okay, okay. I don't know how they get back to the United States, though, but... Yeah, because they have to be quarantined being out of the country. They got to be quarantined for 14 days before they let them in, right? Probably. Uh, man, I don't even know. Our president just took a a test himself after he'd been around, like, five people who who has it. And his daughter quarantined herself, so who knows? Um, <laughs> that whole situation is a mess. But anyway... Yeah, but we're not going to talk about that. No, we're not. That's but, a whole other show. You know, streaming services. You're probably going to be watching a lot of streaming services... So we have nine shows that Business Insider said that you should watch because you're going to have a lot of free time on your hands. Yes, you are. So the first one, or number nine, rather, is Harley Quinn, the DC Universe. It's a cartoon of Harley Quinn, you know, Batman, all that. I've watched the show. Not for me. It's definitely not for your kids either because they'd be cursing. Well, wait a minute. Why is it not for you? I'm just not. It didn't catch me. Okay. Um, now, did you like the character in, um, in Batman? I mean, it's all right. But, I mean, I watched it because I wanted to see if it was going to be any good. Okay. I watched, like, two episodes, and, I mean, it's just a cartoon with with no reason to curse. Okay. It's okay, though. It's, a lot of people like it. So, this is an adult cartoon, then? Yeah. This is not, like, the WB or anything? Oh, no. Okay, this is No, okay. this is this is definitely a radar cartoon. Got it. It doesn't have, like, um, nudity and stuff, but it's got a lot of blood. Okay. It's got a lot of F-bombs. Uh, really? Oh, yeah. So what, what uh, streaming service? DC it? Universe. Oh, so they have their own... Yeah. Oh, I didn't understand you when they you said it off They also had the air. Titans and Doom Patrol. That, okay. And Swamp Thing that only lasted a couple episodes because okay. of some other stuff. So, honestly, I like the DC Universe because the Titans is awesome. The Doom Patrol is awesome. Okay. Swamp Thing, it's a horror. I couldn't really get into it. Okay. So, I mean, yeah, I think it's like 12 bucks a month. But, you know, if you're going to be stuck, if you're going to be stuck, but you also get all the, if I'm correct, you get all the DC movies and all the DC cartoons. Their DC cartoons are solid. Okay. They're, I mean, they're kind, of, they're kind of PG-13 and up, but they're solid. So, if you like, if you like your Justice Leagues and stuff like that, that'll be good for you. But... You know, the Titans is good. You know, I, I just think that if you're a comic book person, you should have DC Universe. Okay. Doing this, definitely. Okay. But, you know, the Harley Quinn thing, it's whatever. Okay. 
I mean, Rotten Tomatoes gave it an eighty-six percent. That's a big rating. Yeah, but I don't really care about Rotten Tomatoes because I think they're crap. So, ouch. They've been pretty accurate in my life. Mm. Okay. Number eight is Castlevania, another cartoon that I didn't know existed. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes gave it a hundred percent. What? And they're on season three right now, just premiering on March fifth. Streaming service. What is it? Ah, uh, Netflix. Okay, I gotta see it because I have Netflix. I don't yeah. know what that is. A vampire hunter fights to save a besieged city from an army of outwardly beasts controlled by Dracula himself. It's just like the the video game Castlevania. I'm not a video game guy. Oh yeah, back in the day, a Nintendo had a video game called Castlevania. It was pretty okay. dope, but yeah. You know, once again, your nine, your eight, and your nine are cartoons. Okay. Now, number seven, we'll go back to DC Universe for Titans. Okay. Titans is solid. It's got okay. two seasons under his belt. Season two was at 81% for Rotten Tomatoes. It's very dark. Animated? Like, no, it's real life. Oh, it's real life. Okay. It's very dark, but it's very good. Okay. The writing's solid. It's not your, it's not your DC movies, which are kind of terrible. The show is actually really good. It's kind of psychological. So if you know a little bit about the Titans... That's great. If you know nothing, they explain it to you. Okay. So it's pretty good. Um, I'm a fan of that. I say watch that. Um, number six, CBS All Access, Star Trek Picard. Which you have just pooped on every Ron time Tomatoes it gets gave mentioned. it a 90%. That's because I hate the character. I hate Picard. I think Picard's whack. Okay, you okay. At this point, you have to explain your personal hatred of this character. What is it that you don't like? The problem is, honestly. I got out of the Star Trek game after Jade, after the couple movies, the earlier movies. Okay. So the last couple movies from Star Trek of the older ones turned me off completely. Okay. Now, I've gotten back on the train with the three new Star Trek movies. Those things were really awesome. Good. Yeah, they were really good. But New Generation, Picard, not me. So the... Not my life. Did you ever start with the original series? I watched the original series. Did the, you like with that? With James T. Kirk. Yes, I like that. And you liked two movies in, like Star Trek the movie and then the... The, the Wrath of Khan. Wrath of Khan. Oh, that was awesome. Then the rest of them sucked. I wasn't a fan. Really? I didn't think it were good. Okay. The problem is, the Wrath of Khan is so good that they really couldn't make a better movie than that. No, but they could still be good. Yeah, yeah. but they just weren't for They me. weren't good? Okay. And it's okay. Um, I don't hate it, but... I don't like the Picard character. New with well, a new generation or whatever, next generation. I didn't get into that at all. Okay. Between that and horrible Rusty Crusher. See, I know nothing. Huh? I know nothing. I've I've watched the original series a little bit. I've seen yeah. all the films. Picard sucks. Okay. <laughs> and I have CBS All Access and it's on there being advertised you watch constantly. It? No, I haven't watched it, but I'm going to because every time I look to, uh, I start to watch it, something happens or whatever. But anytime I see it, I laugh at you because you hate that guy. I can't stand it. Hate that guy. Go okay. back to the X Men. Wow. Um, <laughs> at least he was decent there. Okay. Ron Tomatoes gave it a 90%. Once again, me and Ron Tomatoes don't be seeing out of stuff. One thing I do want to bring up about CBS All Access for people who have it, and I don't think it's on this list that we're reading, but if your spirit can handle it, the show Evil is extremely good. Yeah, it's not on this list. Okay, it should be. It's hardcore, and it's not for everybody, but it's good. Eh. Actually, CBS All Access has some really great content. Twilight Zone, dope. Nope. Tell you, man, Jordan Peele killed it. Yeah, but I'm not a... Not a big horror guy. Okay. Number five, the Richard, the Witcher. It's on Netflix. Haven't seen it, but it's on our list to watch. Yeah, Superman's the main character. Yep. 
Superman as in Henry is it Henry Cavill? Henry Cavill. Yeah. 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 Ron Jamales gave it a 67. Meh. Mm, really? He's, okay. Uh, mutated monster fi- monster hunter for hire. Journey towards destiny in a turbulent world where people often prove more wicked than beasts. Eh. Doesn't do anything for me. Okay. But it's got 49 million demand expressions, so I guess it's okay. Number four, Marco- Narcos, Mexico, Netflix. Yes. I've heard good things from episode one of when it was just Narcos. Okay. So Yeah, I, this is season two. Okay. Rotten Tomatoes gave it 86. Pretty good. Witness the birth of the Mexican drug war in the 1980s as a gritty new narcos saga chronicles the true story of the Guadalajara cartel's ascent. That's right. Guadalajara, baby. I said it right. The first time. <laughs> that was impressive. That Thank is you. not easy to say. Number three, Star Wars, The Clone Wars. That's on Disney+. Plus. That's also animated. Yes, it's very 100% good. 100% Rotten Tomato score. It's good. I'm, I'm telling you, I know you don't like Star Wars. I, I do. But the gap between episode three slash Rogue One and episode four, if um, you couldn't follow everything that was happening in the first three, this really kind of helps you understand a lot. It's good. It says stories between the Attack of the Clones and the Revenge of the Sith. Okay, that makes more sense. My bad, that was a mistake. But still, it helps you understand that whole clone secret agenda, blah, 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 Palpatine thing. It's crazy. It's really good, though. Yeah, I stopped watching Star Wars after um, uh, Return of the Jedi, and those first three prequels prequels were terrible. Terrible? Not a fan. I mean, Jar Jar Banks fan, so I got to say Yeah, I'm not a fan of that either. And he shows up in the Clone Wars, and it's like, please stop. Just stop. (sighs) Number two, The Mandalorian on Disney Plus. Sweet. Apparently, everybody loves that. Baby Yoda. But that's not his name. He doesn't have a name. He's, it's his name is never mentioned, and that's why they've <laughs> accepted Baby Yoda. Ryan Tomatoes gave it a ninety-five percent. Truth. Actually, they five off as far as I'm concerned. That oh, should wow. be a hundred. After the fall of the Empire, a lone gunfighter makes his way through the lawless galaxy. Dope. Okay. And number one. On Netflix, of course, Stranger Things. I've never seen an episode of it ever in life. The only thing I do know is one. Some of the kids now have powers or something. That's what uh, I've well, heard. Well, one of the kids kind of. Billy Bobby Brown's got powers, or yeah. Oh man, she's awesome in that. I mean, I don't know. I'm telling. I'm just letting you know. No, I mean, I'm not saying you're wrong. Ron Tomales gave it 89. percent I'm they 11 off. I mean, I've heard a lot of good things about Stranger Things. I think you should give it a chance. I think you should give it a chance. Eh, but you want to hear something hilarious? What's that? You remember back in the day, what year is this? 1995. They came out with that movie Outbreak. Oh, yeah. Patrick Dempsey. Well, he didn't last long, but he was in it. You know, yeah. and that movie's about a deadly virus. Yeah. You know. It was, it's the number nine movie in Netflix right now. I believe it because people think that's what's going on. I mean, it's not. I tried to tell my wife that, and I referenced that very movie. I said, girl, this ain't Outbreak. Come on now. But, yeah, I can believe it. I believe it. It was a fourth most, the ninth most popular overall movie on Netflix in the United States and the fourth most popular movie overall. That movie was so dope. People reference it all the time. And now, the way things are going now, yeah, I believe people watching it every day getting more scared. And Contagion apparently is rising on the iTunes charts. Dope movie. That's the one with um Tom Cruise, right? No, I thought that was uh yeah, I don't know. The Born Identity. Who's that? Matt Damon. Matt Damon and Is that the monkey or was that Outbreak? 
No, Outbreak was the monkey. Okay. Contagion was... Oh, Gwyneth Paltrow was in this, too, if I'm not mistaken. Mm. But that was good. Contagion was really good. Okay. If I have the right film. So, I mean, people got stuff to do. I mean, go ahead and get that free month because you're going to be in, in the house for a little bit. <laughs> might, as well listen, might as well watch this stuff. Um, yeah. But, you know, as much as um, this type of crazy is going on, there's still other crazy stuff that happens in this country. So apparently, in November 2018, this dude was driving a black Ford F-150 pickup truck. He crossed over a lane and into a ditch and killed one, two, three Girl Scouts and somebody's mama. Wow. And then another teen girl was critically injured. And this was two years ago. Yep. November 2018. Was he drunk? He fled the scene. But then he turned himself in. Um, I don't think he was drunk, but he got sentenced for 50, 54 years in prison. Ouch. And he wasn't drunk? Now, I understand he, he probably was going to get some time for... Ah, no, fling. he was. There it is. Four counts of homicide by intoxicated use yeah. of a vehicle and guilty to one count of hit and run Causing bodily, bodily harm. Yeah, that's, that makes more sense. He originally pleaded not guilty to all charges. Are you... What? Was that a str- strategic move on the, his counsel's part? Probably, because I, I don't... It didn't work out for him. No. 54 years, he ain't gonna never get out of jail. Well, he could. He's only 23. Oh. So, he, so he'd be 75, 77. Yeah, he ain't gonna never get out of jail. <laughs> <laughs> but, but once he does the 54 years in prison... He's followed by 45 years of extended supervision. You're going to supervise a guy that's like a geriatric? Yeah, I guess. You're going to supervise him at Sunny Valley? But on the positive side for okay. him, he's been credited for 495 days of time served already. Because he's been in jail. How? They just, on the 13th of um, March, they just gave him his prison sentence. So he's been in jail since 2018. So he hasn't even served his real sentence yet. Really? But he knew he was going to do I mean, I realize that, but that's a long time to be in, like, purgatory. Yeah. I mean, you kill three but Girl Scouts. But he ain't getting out of jail. He may not make it. Well, we're going to leave that alone, but I mean, three girl, three Girl Scouts, man? Yeah. Three Girl Scouts and a mama? That's harsh. That's harsh. I mean... Then he ran away. What do you run away for? Well, you run away because you're no, freaked you out. No, you don't. You freak. You're freaked out and you're drunk, because it's like, what happens if what? What? How do you respond when you know your life is going to change forever? In a different note, I never really thought about this right now. What's that? What happens if coronavirus gets into prison? Well, they're already quarantined. Yeah, but all those people will die. If they have any respiratory problems, or they're they're like you're like we're talking about now, you're older. Um, but so are the people who work there. Truth, and they won't be able to leave that jail. That sucks. It is I, what it is. I have a friend who works in a correction officer. He might not be able to leave that jail Oof. because he's he's exposed. Mm. Yeah, I never even thought of that jail. But there are they already got him enclosed, and they'll just stay that way. And that one hour you get to go outside, that's gone too. Yeah. Hopefully nobody gets it. Hopefully, like, a, a officer won't bring it in. Truth, because they're already true. confined. So if they're good, they're going to stay good. But like you said, if an officer comes in and he's sick, spread it everywhere. 
Well, I mean, it also depends on how young and old they are. Truth, but but I'm just letting you know. Yeah, yeah it's a bad day. Because they're good now because they're in a vacuum. But if that vacuum is burst, because like you said, if a guard comes in that's sick for his shift, but he's not presenting, or maybe he's starting to present between him yeah. being at home and going to work, done. Mm. Done. And, and, and so everybody that was there is on lockdown until further notice. You're going to be spending two weeks in jail and you're not even a criminal. Oof. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I never even thought. Wow. All right. Not good. Speaking of cops, McDonald's employee spitting. Did they spit on the cop or spit on his food? His food. Right in front of him, you said. I mean, I don't know if it was right in front of him, but basically, um, she was working at McDonald's. She faces a felony charge of willfully poisoning food. They allege that she rubbed a hamburger bun on the floor, then spat on it as she prepared a meal for a city police officer. Wow. Then she allegedly shouted, quote, Black Lives Matter, unquote. Really? And referred to the officers as, quote, pigs, unquote. Really, man? The officer did not get sick from eating the burger and did not seek medical treatment. Really? Come on, black people, for real. I mean... Two wrongs to make it right. Two wrongs to make it right. Basically, on the cameras, her back was to the camera, so they don't know if she did anything or not. So they can't prove it. Yeah. So how did this become an article if they can't even prove it? But apparently, the co-worker snitched. There it is. Sorry. Snitch is such a bad word. It's told on him. What's it, told on him, snitch, tattletale. He heard her same. draw saliva into her mouth as she was making the food. Wow, she cocked back with a loogie with this one? Uh, is that special sauce? And then the video also caught Hargrove um, wiping her mouth afterwards. Wow, that's just nasty. I mean, what do you even say about something like that? Well, there's a reason why she did it. Okay, why did she do it? She had fouled a federal lawsuit against the Bakerfield Police Department alleged that she was beaten and arrested in 2017 by two officers while riding her bicycle. Okay. You probably should have did this. Your lawsuit's probably going to disappear. Like I said at the top of this, come on now. Um, apparently, the suit says that one officer approached her with his gun drawn, although she had done nothing wrong. Officer proceeded to question um, her about where she had been, demanded to turn over her backpack, which she refused to do, asking if that officer had a warrant. The police, two police officers violently retaliated, snatched Hargrove off her bike, punched her. And punched the other, a little girl? Yeah. Oof. Well, she was like 17. Okay. Punched a girl? Yeah. Oof. The other officer allegedly released his canine dog on her. The girl screamed help as the dog bit her in the leg. Even though she was completely innocent of a crime, Hargrove was maliciously arrested and detained overnight. And the case went to trial and the jury ruled in the favor of the city of Bakersfield. And there it is. I almost can't be mad at her. But no, that's disgusting. Yo, I can't do that. I mean, you can be mad at her, but that definitely... I can see why she did it. Right. It puts the litmus test right there in seven. Yeah, I mean, I mean, because it's like, like I said before on podcasts and just in life in general, you don't get to treat people any kind of way for free. Not because you're a cop. I don't care who you are. Yeah. But when you're an authority figure, it's even worse. (sighs) Just saying. Ah, craziness, man. So even though we got this coronavirus going on, we still got crazy stuff going on. Oh, it's always going to be crazy stuff going on. Mm. As far as crazy goes, this coronavirus is just a backdrop. True that. Because <laughs> crazy is the word of the day every day. True that. So, sir, you got any parting shots? 
Nah, man. I always shoot my shot. So you just don't have anything like you never have a parting shot. I mean, what should I have? No, you shouldn't have anything. I'm just saying you never have a parting shot. I mean, I could say some things, but they wouldn't be nice. I'd rather keep the. I, there's some things that miss. I don't want to be on record as saying. Keep the petty in the back there. No, nah, no. Nah, keep my. I want to keep my life normal. Cause I, I can say some things. You're you're a, you're a public figure. You realize that, right? I, that's why I'm keeping some of my my <laughs> comments to myself. Okay. Well, I have a parting shot to all the people who are trying to buy homes that are overpriced. All the people who are enjoying a certain lifestyle. The bull market is completed. The bear market is coming. If you're prepared, buy, buy, buy. If you're not prepared, I don't know what to tell you. But the bull market is over. You about to buy a house? Yes. And actually, the reason why I'm saying this is, number one, to let people know that I was waiting on this because everything... Okay, let me back up. Everything is cyclical. Yep. Every seven years, you're going to have a bull market. Every seven years, you're going to have a bear market, plus or minus. Well, we've enjoyed an 11-year bull market. Now we're going into something else. But for me, it's like what I'm trying to do is like wait for that sweet spot where the interest rates have fallen Mm -hmm. to historic lows. I mean, some people, based on your credit, some people are clocking interest rates that are south of three. Mm -hmm. I'm like, are you for real? So I was waiting on that part. Yeah. But there's a sweet spot between where the interest rates are lower, people start to panic. Then the housing comes down. Yeah. And if you can get it before the interest rates start to rise again, that's when you should pounce. But again, like I said, if you're prepared for it or if you understand it's coming, then if you if your job isn't interrupted or you know just completely going away, then I would buy as much as I could because in seven years, it's going to be awesome. If you're not prepared, I don't really know what to tell you, but I'm just letting you know things are about to change. And I knew it was going to happen, but I didn't know this virus would speed it up so fast because because everything that's happening now where people aren't doing things Mm -hmm. like because for me, when I think of the financial system and how fragile it is, if people started saving maybe 10% 10% more money, it would throw everything off financially or economically. Mm-hmm. Just 10%. Because we are, you know, a, a people of, cons- uh, you know, consumerism. Yeah. We like to buy stuff. We don't really like to save money. Correct. So, yeah. I'm just letting y'all know. Capitalist bull market country. is over. Exactly. Bull market's over. It's, it's going to be, it's going to be wild. And no, I would not blame, as much as it pains me to say, this is not going to be Trump's fault. But, People are gonna hang it on them like a cheap suit, but I'm letting you know it's gonna be a, it's gonna be strange days. And this is this is the part where I knew something would happen that would derail him, like you know retaining the belt. This is going, like I said, just like Obama got a little bit of it because he was he took over the presidency coming out of a bear market. Yep. And so when he took care of all that, um, all that banking all that. stuff yeah. and the housing bubble, and we took care of that. It's like that ushered us into the bear market. So it's like he got a little bit of accolades and you're the you're the you're the beast. You're the devil. Hater. Right. So Trump took over on the edge of a bear market going into a bull market. And I promise you, 
there will be people not on fox news apparently but there will be people that will hang that cheap suit on him and say it's your fault but i'm telling you this coronavirus has sped up or been the catalyst of this bear market that's coming which is really here so i'm just one that's my parting shot just letting y'all know well you know Robinhood keeps crashing well because people are trying to buy stuff on Robinhood. yeah which is a smart move yeah but it keeps crashing i think it's interesting yeah because the people all those people on their servers can't handle it and i'm i haven't looked at my 401k lately i'm almost scared to look at it i looked at mine and i am still 5.6 percent up but in the no it's not bad at all but i have taken a 3.5 percent dip in the last 90 days Mm. just letting you know yeah i mean all i know is my 401k is better now with the company i work with Mm -hmm. than the company i came from sure i mean in six years i accumulated an amount from the earlier place which i was really not happy about but then i've made almost that in the year i've been with my current company sure so yeah i mean like i said before and then to keep contributing to your 401k oh, yeah. at the same clip buy more stuff that looks bad now because in seven years or so plus or minus it's gonna be looking pretty good you know now it makes sense what's that because i got a letter basically my company i guess is working with this other um financing company and they're like yeah you know we'll give you like a month of i guess help or service or whatever Mm -hmm. yeah because you know they want to because what i want to do i think i want to take half of what i have in leave half where it is and the other half i want to get a little more aggressive with it because right now i'm not aggressive because one i don't want to uh, you always want to have a, a safety net yeah, 401k is not not something you want to toy with like that. I mean, the vehicle itself is meant to be stable. Yeah, so I think I'm almost at a point where I've reached my first level safety net because I've created levels, thought processes. My thought process, I have levels. Sure. So I've created my first level safety net. So I think now I want to take, I have that amount in there plus. So I want to take some of that to that limit. Right. And I want to be aggressive with that so I don't lose everything I got. Cause I don't want to do that. No, you know. But you know, cause I, the way I figure is, my my stable stuff's gonna keep doing what it's doing. True. But if I take, you know, let's just say four thousand dollars, okay, and be aggressive with that four thousand dollars, if I can double that within a how six eight month period, right? Then I'll take literally my a four thousand dollar investment put it back with my other stuff and then just basically use that money I made off it to be aggressive. So that way my tank is good and I got some extra on the side. That's my thought process. What do you feel about that? That's a good way to think of it because even though you're using your 401k, which is definitely a, a, a growth thing, so you want that over time because eventually you're going to retire. Yeah. But if you leave yourself, if you're comfortable with a certain amount to lose... Mm-hmm. And you're aggressive with the part that you don't care if you lose or not. Yeah. Then absolutely. Yeah. I mean, because I figure that, you know, if I just have that money and use that aggressively, I'll still be getting matched and that still goes into that stuff. Yeah. So that's going to always grow, hopefully, regardless. But then if I can have that get to a point where it doubles what I currently have. Right. Then I'll just... 
put it on top and then just start stacking. Right. That's I get that. the hope. I get that. But you know, I'm still not I'm not good with the with all that. I have to Yeah, talk to somebody. Yeah. But most of us do. Yeah. It's all uh, good. And I've thought about just saying because I've thought about Robin Hood, just throwing like fifty bucks in it and see what's up, see what happens. Why not? Got nothing to lose. Other fifty bucks, but I figured that I would get, I could pee away fifty dollars, easy. You could just buy just random stuff, dumb stuff. Yeah, but yeah, man. So that's good information. I didn't know that. Yeah, that'll work. Well, yeah, man. Well, this has been an awesome show. Always is. You know, I feel like it was. We talked more about me than anything else. That was good because people got a chance to know you. Oh, geez, everybody's like that dude's petty, and I'm fine with that. Because I am. <laughs> you know, you got to be fine with what you are. Yes, yeah. you do. So, well, um, once again, thanks thanks to AG for, for being on the podcast. Love being here. And thank you for everybody for listening. You know what? All I'm going to say to all of you is be safe out there. Wash your hands. Make sure that you don't put your finger through the toilet paper. And, you know, <laughs> we'll see you next week. Until then, we out. Peace. You can send any questions or comments to FIVE Minute Warning 19 at gmail.com. The Five Minute Warning can now be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Breaker, Google Podcasts, and Radio Public. Share, like, subscribe. been listening to the five minute warning with ruben brown search five minute warning on the spotify app peace